0: By the way, Cowboy Sooner, at so sick of winning on Twitter, writes, our ex, I don't know what we're going with yet. I'm, I'm so uncomfortable Cowboys, that. stop it. Did you see it? It's too why soon. The, why the hell did we not run one jet sweep? Do we have the right offensive coordinator? Now, uh, I just want to let you know, Cowboy Sooner, I was going to retweet that, but then I remembered that Jeff Levy still follows me on Twitter, so I'm not going <laughs> to.
1: Yeah, don't do that.
0: <laughs> oh, Oklahoma loses last night. Uh, we're getting a little old school for this hour. We're taking your calls on the Riverwind Casino jackpot line, 405-329-9000. We're at Riverwind Casino. Uh, great concerts coming up. You can find the whole list at riverwind.com. And uh, let's see, what they got so many great giveaways that they have listed here for us that are coming up. Uh, Monday through Thursday, starting in, in late January, Riverwind table games are having random hot seat drawings uh, where you can win $200 uh wow, one winner every 30 minutes will receive $200 in chips. Uh, one winner will win up to $1,000 in chips. So, check out some of those great promotions they have coming up. But Josh, let's hammer some calls, shall we? Let's do just that. We've got
1: uh, Sean ready to jump in here. Sean, oh, good morning. Yes, let's go. Well, good
2: morning, gentlemen. And uh, we did run a jet sweep, or at least a modified one, with Freaky G. Yeah, you know, <laughs> got to get him the ball Chief more because he does a lot of squat thrusts in the summer. Uh, <laughs> what are you
1: trying to say? You're not a big fan.
2: Uh, I don't think he's a power five division one football player, um, and I don't understand why you keep trying to force the ball uh, to him. But um, but that's not why I called. I, I certainly do not blame Arnold or or want or don't think Arnold has a bright future. Uh, I do. I think a lot of, you know, a lot of freshmen play, a lot of freshman, Brent won two national titles with true freshman quarterbacks at Clemson. Um, that is true. But I think people should be, as opposed to the my Sooners, do or die. Well, yeah, of course, but you should be upset. This program has done a lot of losing. Since starting 9-0, Riley's last year, we're 18-12 we've lost to every team in the big 12 over a two year period that's amazing I'm talking original big 12 uh we were seven and0 did we get better
0: no
1: uh, this team
0: did I don't, not I don't, I don't think so no, no this team
1: this team got worse
2: and that's the point guy it's about w I mean true's talking and I don't disagree with him completely but true's talking about bowl games well yeah. The Ohio States, the Oklahomas, the Georgias, and the Bamas, maybe if you're not playing in the uh, playoff, it doesn't have the same connotation. I want you to tell me how it didn't matter to Rutgers yesterday or K-State. I see a lot of these these bowl games matter. you got to quit looking at everything through OU lenses well, and it, when you're talking about bowl games.
1: And let's be fair. We
2: crawled on glass to get to one last year.
1: <laughs> uh, yes. Not not to like let's be fair to Arizona or whatever, but it mattered to OU. OU wanted to win the game last year. Sure,
2: night. it mattered. They did, yes, it did. I'm not taking I'm not saying they don't. I'm talking the fan perspective that we get wrapped in up uh, looking at things through what depth is OU lenses. I mean these bowl games matter. They're important. They're important to the coaches, the programs and to most every team except a handful who expectation is playoff every year and that is OU. But yeah, it mattered though. You—I don't think the guys played. bad. I mean, I don't think they didn't play with emotion or hard. They did, but you can't go out. I mean, Chris, it's tied at twenty-four. Yes, momentum is shifted, but it's still tied. And you give up a fifty-seven-yard and you give up a fifty-seven-yard swing pass for a touchdown on third and mm. seven.
0: Yeah, that was very frustrating. And, and,
2: and because. You can't help yourself but burn timeouts. With five oh three to go, we get the ball back in a must-score drive because we're not going to be able to stop the clock. Because we, as a staff, we do not appreciate—I don't guess—how the end of a game is going to play out. It, and that's what's frustrating. It's there's a lot of there's talent at Oklahoma. Oklahoma is a talented football team. And I take nothing away from Arizona, but Arizona, we should have hammered. Or I don't care if you got a true freshman starting or not. That's a program that's finished in the top ten once, ever. I mean, some of that stuff has to matter. And to, to Josh's point, I don't disagree with him. 25 may be the breakthrough year, but I'm sorry. Patience has run thin. Yep. Again. We're eighteen and twelve over our last thirty games. That's too much losing at Oklahoma for what we think we are, and for what people invest and what the university invests. Sorry, that's just too. That's too much losing. And Chris, you probably remember. uh, Josh probably a little too young, but last night for the first time in a while, it felt. I, I was at OU the last, the first two years of it. It felt a lot. It felt very Gibbs era. And, by the way, he recruited pretty well, too. There was a lot of talent on those teams. So, anyway, I'm with you, Chris. I'm ready to get to mid-February.
0: That's me. Thanks for the call, Sean. Anyway, thanks, guys. (laughs) See you, buddy. So, I guess, does that create another path? All right, hold on. Let's reset our paths here real quick before we get back to the phones. It's 405-329-9000. There is the path that just focuses on the quarterback, right? And that is... Jackson Arnold is going to be better off for this. Going to be okay. There was the path of the balance. That sucks. Should have won. We have issues. We got to get better to get in that same conference. But I'm not giving up on this team. There was the 2024 uh, was done after the Kansas loss. Right? That That's one group. None of this matters. Uh, there is the group that, well, we're just doomed. Well, maybe Sean falls into that we're just doomed class. Actually, 9-0, and 9-0, oh. and, oh. and you look at would you finish this season, what, 10 and, uh, hold on, math, I care, the one, Can I, you know, you, oh nine 9-0 oh last year, what was it, 6-0, and 7-0 oh, oh this year, before things fell apart, 9-0, and oh, Lincoln Riley's final year since then, you've been 18-12, and 12. right, that's, that's an incredible stat in your last 30 games, and you've lost everyone in the original Big 12, right, and by the original Big 12, the hateful eight that's remaining around, Unreal. You know who was, uh, you know who was there last night that kind of threw me off, Josh. Who's that? Brett Yormark. Brett Yormark was there last night. Spent a lot of time over with the Oklahoma people. I did not get to meet him, but it. I mean, obviously, I'm sure he was much happier afterwards. But seemed very cordial with everything. There wasn't a lot of the Generation X crotch chops pregame. All right, where do you want to go next, Josh? You want to get Kelly in here? Let's do it. Let's get – oh, yes, I want to hear from Kelly. It's been too long. What's going on, Kelly?
3: Good morning. Good morning. How good morning. are you? I'm good. Hey, look, Um, I might have a different spin on what happened last night on the game than some people. I Were think you there? It was a... No, I'm on my okay. way to Georgia, so no. Um, Safe travels. Thank you. Um, I think it was in a very important game. I really, truly do. And the reason it was is, A, We lost a team coming in to the Big 12. I didn't like that at all. Don't like that. B, we looked horrible. Couldn't hang on to the ball. I know that our statistics were pretty decent, but we just looked awful on offense. Defense did really well. I mean, until they just couldn't, they were on the field too much. But I thought, we've got nine months to let this set and fester. And it might affect uh, Jackson. It may not, but... I thought that was a very important game. 11 and 3 looks a lot better than 10 and I'm sorry. 11 and 2 looks better than 10 and 3, 10 and 3 especially yeah. going into the SEC. So, Kelly, uh, let me ask
0: you something. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Sure. I was I was I was mesmerized by the <laughs> by the uh, amount of solid takes there. What was then your takeaway on Jackson Arnold? Do you, where's your confidence level on him after what you watched last night?
3: Okay, so we're going to get two years out of him, right? You think maybe
0: yeah well i mean after last night some think that maybe three but for the most okay. part too he's he's viewed as a big time nfl prospect
3: i, I so with spencer rattler and brett bomar true,
4: true. We, d-
3: we don't know what he's going to be for us we did know what dylan gabriel would be for us i didn't like dylan leaving i wish he would have at least stayed through the um bowl but i understand he needed to get on to oregon but I I don't know. The kid is a freshman. He got thrown out there. You know, didn't have a whole lot of time to prepare. We had different offensive linemen. Things will look better in the fall. But uh, I thought he did some that one pass in the end zone in the corner was spectacular. To
1: Nick Anderson, yeah, it was a beauty.
3: Yeah. I just I don't know. It's, it, I don't think anybody knows. I wasn't happy, however, with one thing that happened Uh-oh. last night. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't like that we're first and goal from the eight, and we run three plays in a row. Why not try something a little different after they stuffed us two times in a row?
0: Yeah, I, it's it's a fair question, and maybe that's. And thanks for the call, Kelly. It's great uh-huh, to hear bye-bye. your voice. Safe travels. I, I what was she referring to? In the was that in the third quarter? Was that when we ended up with the? Listen to me, I'm saying we a lot today. Was that when they ended up with the field goal? I think it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, first and goal from the Arizona 5 in a 21-13 game. 1-yard run, no gain. Yeah. No gain. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. Arnold
1: the Arnold run uh <sighs> I mean it was That's, going nowhere.
0: That was t- that was not good. Is is there anyone any room for this? It was a first for everybody. A first for Seth with Joe John with Jackson calling plays, it was a first for, and I know they all had practice. They all had, they had a, a month's worth of work. Was it 15 bull practices that you get? But will anyone be willing to hear that tonight? And, and for Seth Luttrell, calling an offense that isn't really what he does. Again, I, I know he's been there 12 games, and that was the 13th. Last night, but is there any room? Does is, is is anyone willing to hear that today is something that is going to be better next year, and was just part of a a process in getting that communication and that game day feel comfortable? Absolutely no.
1: not. No, not not today. I think the okay. balanced approach would be <laughs> yes. That that <laughs> being. Fair about it. Yes, there's something to that. I agree with you. That's why I don't think you make wide reaching, far ranging overreaction takes coming out of this thing because of a lot of the items you mentioned. But for the fan base today, is that going to ring true? No, No, it won't. Okay. Uh, Should it? Yeah, I think it probably should to some degree.
0: Yeah, you wanna you wanna take a break? You wanna get a couple more calls? You wanna hit some texts? I'm on I'm on the Josh Helmer train are, right now.
1: Are we uh, mentally prepared for USC
0: Brian? Oh, well, heck, no. In USC Brian, he might want to talk about something from the NBA. <laughs> yes, we're mentally prepared for USC Brian. What's up, USC Brian? Welcome to the show, man. How are you on that Friday? You know, it's a
5: beautiful day in the neighborhood. You you, you know, I, 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 first of all, my condolences to you. Uh, for watching that fiasco last night, and but let me say something. Um, I think Jackson Arnold is going to be a good quarterback. I really do. Only problem is you got to protect him. Because some of that, because Arizona pinned their ears back and they came for him. They they just kept slamming him and slamming him. And now you see what you're going to be dealing with when you get to the SEC. Because, trust me, this is the first time in, what, 15 years that Arizona has been this good? So, you know, they, they, were, they, they, were, they were smelling blood in the water. They wanted anything just to prove to everybody else that they wanted a fluke. Unfortunately, y'all got them at the wrong time. Maybe you get them later on, maybe in the, if you got them early in the year, you'd have had a chance. But when they came into that game, they smelled blood in the water. They wanted to beat, they wanted to kill something and nothing wouldn't die. So, you know, but here's what, here's my thing on this whole thing is. Y'all talk bad I won't say you, period. The fans talked bad about Lincoln leaving. Stinking Lincoln. Why'd he leave? Boo, boo boo boo. Then you started talking about Gabriel. Gabriel wasn't a great quarterback. Boo, 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 boo. Okay. Lincoln went out to USC. Uh, we, he didn't have the greatest years this year, but in the bowl game, he, 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 his main quarterback doesn't play. He puts in a freshman. Freshman sets a record with six touchdown passes and three hundred seventy-five yards. I don't think he's he's really regretting anything right at this point. Now, on the other hand, Gabriel will probably go to Oregon, which will end up in the Pac- in the Big Ten, excuse me, not Pac-ten. There's no Pac-ten anymore. Rest in peace. But bottom line, karma is undefeated. Karma will come for you when you least expect it or you run your mouth and write checks your butt can't catch. This is what happens when karma finds you. You open the door to karma. Karma has come in, sit down, made breakfast, and is going to stay with you all all year long next year. Be prepared. Have your popcorn ready. It's going to be a complete and total disaster. Have Thanks a good year. good year, my friend. Thanks,
0: Brian. Yeah, I appreciate the uplifting. Now, I I obviously it, will push back. It started I don't think It's going to uh, be a complete disaster. It
1: started positively, it ended with right? uh, quite the right. opposite.
0: He, he hit on all the triggering factors for Oklahoma fans right now. Uh, Lincoln had a quarterback throw six touchdowns against Louisville. Uh, is Caleb – Who I think George Stoya tweeted this, so I want to make sure to give proper credit. Is Caleb Williams a system quarterback? Your calls, 405-329-9000. But, no, uh, I, they, you would not believe how many people feel that way. I told you there's the disaster road. Now, to USC Bryant's credit, he's probably trolling a little bit here. I'm just going to go out on a limb and guess that. Sure. Right? But I – I don't think, and this, this might be a wild take. After losing to Arizona, this might be. I don't think anyone on this coaching staff, are involved with this program in any way, shape, or form, are not aware of the different level that the SEC is. I go back to the Joe Castiglione press conference whenever Lincoln left, and Bob Stoops stood up there and said this program is always bigger than one person and one player. And someone had asked Josie about SEC readiness, and Joe goes, well, we know, we know what needs to be done, and we're aware. Everything that could go into as frustrating and di- disastrous as a 10-win season could possibly be has happened. You lost your last ever game in o- to, well, not last ever, I think they're going to find a way to play again in the future. But then again, maybe maybe that future isn't as near as I originally thought, Josh. But you lost what has been billed as one of the last Bedlam games in Stillwater in a game that you easily should have won. You got beat by Kansas, who hadn't beaten you in football since the 90s, right? You beat Texas, but now are watching them, your arch rival, your arch enemy, play in the playoffs. Playoffs? Right? They're going to play Monday night in the playoffs. And then the excitement of a freshman quarterback that we've been waiting to see is dampened by a six-turnover performance where, yeah, there were flashes of brilliance, but it seems as if some of the mistakes are overshadowing that right now. So you could not have had, Josh, more things that suck and stick in your crawl than what has happened for what maybe about 90% of college football fans would consider an awesome season at 10-3. and three. And I'm not saying, I'm not telling you, I'm not saying to be like, you need to get over this, you're 10-3, be happy with it. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it makes complete and total sense how that anger can be ratcheted up even more. Oh, and by the way, you're coming off a 6-7 and seven season. Oh, and by the way, and in that year when you beat Texas, you never really seemed to recapture that magic that you had. You saw it in flashes, right? West Virginia game. I mean, that was domination. Parts of the TCU game, right? Um, but you never were able, like, parts of the UCF game, you were never able to recapture that. So I think it adds to even more of the frustration because you knew and you know what this team was capable of, right? Sure.
1: And what they could have gotten accomplished last night. And uh, let Arizona off the hook by way, way too many mistakes. And unfortunately, a couple uh, incredibly untimely mistakes. One big one.
0: Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll keep uh, hitting the calls. Kind of an old school feel to the show today, and I love it. 405-329-9000. As you might imagine, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line loaded with opinions. We'll get them all in as best as we can next, right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. All right, welcome back into the Plank Show right here on the Rev. Uh, Boomer Gooner writes, all the other Knippe Meyer Chevrolet text line all these calls are lacking context. Please address it. Show me a team that has ever been successful against any decent team in a bowl game, having lost an OC, a starting quarterback and three of the five starting offensive linemen. The turnover is worse at this time than when Lincoln left. So, Boomer Gooner, I'm going to just point this out. I feel like on a day like today, and Josh, you can back me up on this, Yeah. for a lot of people, that context is truly lost. And I think in time... Like you go through those stages. I'm trying to rework the stages of grief as a sports fan because I'm trying to be very – because grief is real and, and grief sucks and I, I hate to use it like in some sort of some sort of funny, ha-ha way. So I'm trying to rework it to a true, fun sports thing. Like in real life, in real life things, the, the stages of grief are denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you wanted to try to take it – that anger side is, is, oh, it's very much alive and well right now.
1: I'm not sensing a lot of acceptance. That's for sure. There is,
0: right, exactly. There is some out there. Like for, uh, I, I was kind of going through, I was going through some of the text during the commercial breaks. And, you know, it's usually, it's usually those like, uh, just Tracy, kind of, kind of smarter, look at things a little bit different. Um, Joe and Tulsa, you know, you, I'm, I'm. Adam from uh, Adam from Austin, OU Optimist. You know, there's some there's some really really good stuff out there. Even even Arizona Brooks. This was good from Arizona Brooks. He writes Arizona Arizona only lost one guy off their roster, and they were good all year. If healthy, I call them a dark horse and win the Big Twelve next year. Bowl game may have given them a chance to put themselves on the map. OU will be okay. We're always okay. But Arizona Brooks, on a day like today, nobody wants to hear that. It's no, they It's still Arizona.
1: It's Arizona. It's not Florida State. And there's some truth to that. But the bottom line is this, too. Oh, you turned the football over six times. It was six a times. disaster class six times. protecting the football last night. Arnold, the, uh, the third interception was maybe worse than either of the first two, right? The fumble late was not good from Jackson Arnold. You had the two Farouk fumbles that came at – just very, very inopportune times, and the one totally changed the football game. Out of in a game, if I can convince you of this, in a game where six turnovers happened, if you don't have the second Farouk fumble, you probably win the game plan.
0: Mm. I mean, you had it. You had it second down, and ten. And you were at the twenty-three yard line. And you're going in to take, you know, at the very at the very least, a 27-13 lead, right, to kind of make it where two touchdowns would tie you. But if I'm remembering correctly as far as where Farouk was on the field, Josh, he was going to pick up a first down. I mean, you were going to have first and 10 at probably about the, what, 13-yard line? And Gutter Maldonado... Returns the fumble, eighty-seven yards for a touchdown, and they get the two-point conversion. Yep. And you know, then you you get the football back to start the fourth quarter, and you're feeling pretty good about things. You get the you get the interception on the. Was it the first play or the second play of that drive? Yeah, I mean, it was
1: immediately after the Jalil yeah. Farouk.
0: And you can't do anything on offense the next time you get the football in a tie game. Just – Sean said it earlier. Uh, I, I know if you were living and dying with that game last night, right, at 31-24 – or at 24-all, when you got a third and eight on their own 43-yard line and you give up a 57-yard touchdown pass on, what, like a little swing pass? That's, that's unacceptable. I – I would not want to be near Brent Venables whenever he's grading that film. Last night, I spent a lot of time there. Of all the setups, Josh, I think the Alamo Bowl is my favorite setup on the sidelines. Never want to go again. Never want to go again. But a great setup on the sidelines. So there's room back there, and you got a little space to where, you know, I, I mean, it's not like I'm trying to poke my head in on huddles, but you can see, right? You can kind of see what's going on there. It's harder at Oklahoma. There's not a lot of space. It's harder. At most stadiums, there's not a lot of space. At a place like the Alamo Dome, tons of space. And I don't know, you know, I don't know if I've ever seen Brent Venables as fired up with his defensive line in a good way, right, as he was on, let me see here, on a couple of occasions. Like whenever Oklahoma got the football back, they forced the, let's see, 24, I'm trying to go back through the game here. Um, when they went up 24-13, they forced a three and out. And – on that three and out, they got pressure on Fafita a couple of times. I think that was that was the Kip Lewis sack, right? That was when I was like, I can't believe he's back in the game. And boom, he, he has the big sack. When when Brent Venables came over to that defensive line, man, it was awesome. It was awesome, Josh. I don't know if I I, I, I hope I hope that I was able to present it on the radio broadcast as fiery as it was. But Unfortunately, they weren't, they weren't able to continue to match that. All right, it's 1033. Uh, your choice, Josh. We got some good text. We can get back to the phones. Uh, text line 405-651-3439. Brought to you by Meyer Chevrolet. Phones 405-329-9000. That's the Riverwind Casino jackpot line, and that's where we are on this Friday. Which way would you like to go?
1: Well, I want to do both, but Bama okay. Tom's been incredibly patient.
0: Oh, Bama Tom. So and Bama Tom, Bama Tom's daughter, I think, is having her birthday today. Is that right, Bama Tom? Is your, your daughter's birthday today? Yes, it is.
4: Violet Hostie turned seven. Today is the best day in the world. We've got go. a 26-year-old son, a 23-year-old son, a 21-year-old son, and then God gave us baby Violet. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday. He is smokes. at the Cadence Edmund Horse Riding Camp for three days, <laughs> and last week spent three days at Duke Camp, and is living her best life. That's
0: awesome, man. That is so quite rainbows, a gap though between <laughs> unicorns.
4: So hey, on the on the game. So shout out to Violet. So on the game, Jackson Arnold looks like a stud. Number one, number two, as a Christian, I believe in providence, not karma. So all deference and appropriate disrespect to USC Phil or whatever his name is <laughs> I
1: like that I can't, might can't have to deal with that.
4: karma because I believe in Providence and Jesus and Oklahoma not some instant hindu Indian heresy pagan deal of karma I believe in Providence so let's get that clear legally second I, th- I was surprised though you lost because I thought once though you got the lead I turned the game off I thought, this is over. They're dominating. They're going to win by two or three touchdowns. So I was actually surprised. Oh, you lost. But, I mean, Arnold is a stud. Uh, there's positivity. You're going to do well in the SEC. You're going to enjoy it. And you've got a good recruiting class. You've got a solid bunch of coaches and kids. There's lots of positives to take away. Arnold is fearless, which I love. And the only thing he's guilty of, is he tried too hard, and he's young. You guys have a lot of positivity to take into 2024. Don't eat the rat poison. God bless you all. Roll Tide. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm out. How about that?
0: Emma Tom's tired of what he's hearing here. USC Phil.
1: (laughs) USC, that's great.
0: By the way, USC Bryant is one of the most godly men I know, so just so you know that, I'll make that very clear. We don't need a holy war here, Dorn. Um, I like the positivity. I don't want it to be lost. I think if you want to feel better about things, and maybe for a lot of you that will come Monday, Tuesday, Maybe your NFL team wins this weekend. Maybe I'm, I'm a weirdo who likes to go back and watch highlights. I watch a lot of highlights. Um, we, we, we're gonna we're gonna try to hit some audio later in the show. I like to listen to the press conferences. But if you want something to really fire you up, make you feel better about things, then Nathan Thompson from Fox 23 caught the exchange between Danny Stutzman and Jackson Arnold. Yeah, it was really coming cool. off the field. It was really good. And I, don't, I, I think the audio might be good enough where we can play it later, maybe coming out of a break. But, Josh, that's the kind of leadership you want in a team going forward. And and trust, this, right? And I trust.
1: Think yeah. Everybody kept saying that word leadership, but to me that was about trust, faith, belief, and uh, I thought that was incredibly
0: important. You want a break?
1: Yes, let's do just that. The phone, phone calls keep rolling, man. We got so many texts, too. It's just one of those days, my friend.
0: Good or bad, man, we're here for it. We're here for it. This is what it's about. As I said on Twitter, let's go through it. Let's go through it. 405-329-9000. Chevrolet text line. 405-651-3439. With Josh Helmer, I'm Chris Plank, live from Riverwind Casino on The Ralph. I'm still laughing about uh, Cowboy Sooner's tweet to the show and then how it was instantly corrected. <laughs> I think he was kind of tongue-in-cheek when he's like, where were the jet sweeps? Basically,
1: <laughs> here's what I got out of that. You tell me if you agree or not. That was the ultimate. Be careful what you wish for, right? In uh, okay. it was uh, it was. Be careful what you wish for with uh, a different mask.
0: Yeah, Oklahoma. You know there was a couple of other things. I, 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 we're we're committing this, this hour to the calls. So I'm, I'm writing down all these little notes that I want to follow up on some things. I want to take you guys in a very nerdy way kind of through all my notes on Jackson Arnold and how he handled things and how the difference goes deeper than just Seth Luttrell and Joe John Finn. I, 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 want, I want to explain that coming up a little bit later on in the show and, and watching him and watching him go through it. Realizing that as it stands right now from that bowl game last night, there was only one quarterback in uniform that we for certain know is going to be a sooner next year, right? So there's a little work that probably needs to be done on the depth in that quarterback room. But I, I want to go through that a little bit later on in the program. Plus, I, I don't, I don't, some people take a bowl loss. And Matt, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying it doesn't matter. And that suddenly indicates that everything is wrong with the program because they lost to Arizona, and Arizona is an inferior program. Two things can be true. You can be frustrated with a loss to Arizona that's an inferior program to Oklahoma, but in the same vein, still feel okay about where this team and this program is headed. I I know that for some of you, this text was really good from the 214, uh, who writes, most of our fans can't see the forest through the trees. The future of the forest looks good. The talent is getting better. What BB took over was not good, but for a few, and those are the only ones left. I mean, I, I know Sean is very adamant, and I've been thinking about it a lot that most rosters are going to have, you know, 35 to 40% turnover or 34, uh, 35 to 40 new guys every single year. But I think it makes a major difference when you have that roster turnover and the foundation are still your guys. And that hadn't been the case. For the first year, for the most part, now that second year it more is. It's also – I wonder how many schools from their 2021 recruiting class only have four guys left going into 2024. Probably wonder,
1: probably more than you'd think, unfortunately. Is, yeah, see, because
0: that's what, that's what I'm saying is, is that a shocking number? Or if I really dug into it, Josh, would it be more than I think? I
1: still lean that it's, it's pretty jarring, but uh, I, I would bet that there are other instances naturally of that just because that's what we're living in.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, let, let's hammer some calls here, Josh, where do you want to go next? Uh,
1: Paul, I believe was up first. Paul, good morning.
0: <sighs> hey, good morning guys. How are you?
6: Outstanding Paul. Great to hear your voice. Hey. Uh, okay. Well, I'm going to add some context to a couple of things. Uh, Yesterday and the season. Okay, let's start with yesterday. First of all, I want to ask you guys: Have you watched any game all year, pro or college, where uh, a guy gets hit as he's as he's running catching the ball? It pops up straight in the air, and the other team runs it back perfectly for a touchdown. Have you seen that happen all year on a
0: <laughs> on a fumble? Paul, can I tell you Being something? Not? I have not. I have not. And okay. as a matter, if, so if I can the find the re- – of- hold on, just, just a second, Paul. Let me bring this. Just real quick. I don't want, I don't want you to, to jump off. Just wait a second. Real quick. If you go listen to the broadcast, I was so shocked by it that for a moment I thought, is there maybe a chance that, you know, it, it, it could have been a fumble or it could have hit the ground? That's how shocked I was by how perfect that play played out for okay. Arizona. So go ahead.
6: So that was the flukiest of fluky plays, and they're about to go ahead, let's just say 31-13, to ball game's over, game's over, okay? So the flukiest, craziest play I've seen all year, and I've watched a lot of football, okay? And it happened. Unfortunately, it happened, okay? But that that was the difference yesterday. I knew I turned around and said, okay, that that just changes everything right there. Sure it did. Um, Okay, second, this season, and you guys were even saying they never captured the magic of the Cotton Bowl. Well, there was a reason why. They were never the same team after that game. We lost our number one receiver that game. Okay, have Texas take out that kid that transferred from Georgia. Have them take him out of their, their lineup for the rest of the year. They lose that game to TCU. He makes an unbelievable catch to save their neck in that game to TCU, or they lose that game, okay? Now, we lost our number one receiver for the rest of the year, okay, clearly. And and that's a huge loss for any team, okay? They were never the same team as they were that, that day in the Cotton Bowl. And then at, at, at Oklahoma State and at Kansas, we don't have our best linebacker, okay? We don't have our best defensive player, let's say, okay, for, for most of the game at Kansas and the whole game at Oklahoma State. Take that Nick Martin guy, whatever his name is, off Oklahoma State's team. How do you think they tackle? I saw – go back and watch that, that play that Bowman runs in for a touchdown. Kip Lewis, as good as he is, completely whiffs on him, okay, as he's running past him. Now, there, that play and lots of other plays, you know, Stutzman would have made a difference. And in Kansas, Howie Walker, they could not stop him. He was running over those guys in Kansas, okay? All of a sudden, he's gone, okay? Um, Both of those guys don't finish the game. As close as those games were, don't tell me that those guys wouldn't have made a difference, okay? That much of a difference to win those games.
1: There's no doubt they they would have.
6: They they weren't the same team as they were that day in the Cotton Bowl. The
1: only thing I would push back, Paul, and say is, what Oklahoma fans are going to say to you, and, and I agree with this on a number of levels, is that happens in football. Guys get hurt, and Oklahoma needs to get to the point where they've built the depth up to where they can withstand that and then go win games like that because okay. there's, no, there's no excuses at Oklahoma. Um, I, I hear oh, what you're bull, saying, right? and I think it's bull, reasonable. Bull,
6: but take off, take off your number one receiver. It doesn't happen to everybody. Everybody doesn't lose their number one receiver. That's bull, okay? We did, okay? And that's a fact. And, and, like I said, take that off of any team and see that they're the same, okay? They're not. So, you know, I mean, you can spin it however you want, but they weren't the same team as they were that day in the Cotton Bowl. And had, if they'd been the same team, they would have won those other games,
0: okay, period. I so, appreciate it, Paul. Anyways, Thanks for the call, buddy. Paul, Paul is the, uh, I think, is the balanced, Right. But Josh's point is what a majority of Sooner fans would say, Paul, right? We should have the depth where we can overcome losing Andrew Anthony. No offense to Andrew Anthony, right? But whether it's a Nick Anderson or a Jaden Gibson or Jalil Farouk, I, I I think Paul's point is one that people would push back on, right? It, it, and, Paul, I'm not saying I disagree with you. Right. But Josh's, Josh's take on this is, is the one – I mean, Xavier Worthy went down and Texas still, you know, destroyed. Well, Xavier Worthy, by the way, uh, I pulled like the Kip Lewis slash Troy Everett at least twice this season where it looked like his career was over and he left on crutches and then came back and was making catches against Texas Tech. So, I mean, you you could argue, you can say, oh, they, if te- Texas, you know, what would they do without that kid from Georgia? Well, they also have a first-round pick in Xavier Worthy that's right there with them. Right. So, I mean, I, I, I understand what you're saying. I'm not trying to be a jerk, but A.D. Mitchell, Adonai Mitchell, is, is outstanding. But so is Xavier Worthy on the other side of it. Can I, since he brought up Texas, what is uh, what is Oklahoma's record in two years with Brent Venables as the head coach? Um, 10 and 6, so six, 16 and uh 10. 16 and 10, thank you, math. Uh, Steve Sarkeesian's record in his first two seasons at Texas was 13-12, and 12, and they lost in the Alamo Bowl to Washington. And they're and, going to the playoffs.
1: And, and yet everybody was super positive last off season. So I don't know.
0: <laughs> makes sense of that. I, I don't know. All right, quick break. That's Josh Elmer. I'm Chris Blank. We're live from Riverwind Casino on a Friday. More of your calls coming up next right here on The Ref.
1: Plank Show, we're back. Josh Elmer alongside Chris Plank. Our number two is brought to us, as always, by Allison Insurance. To the phone lines we go. Right back to it. Roger in L.A. has been waiting. Roger, good morning.
7: First of all, uh, thanks for taking calls, man. This is very uh, 1999-ish, man. I know! I don't know what to do. You know, it's, it's awesome, you know, so... I listen to some stuff on the East Coast time to time you know, on the Eagles net, uh, Philadelphia, and uh, you know they do all live on you know on the on the net, and it's it's good. And there's of course Philly fans are, you know, you think I'm a up and down guy. You got to listen to a Philadelphia. <laughs> sure, you know, I it, believe that. It's uh, it's awesome, but there's a lot of passion involved. But you know, man, I, I I'll tell you, you know, that was a rough. I am more disappointed in the early morning fog this morning, in the poor preparation of this team last night. I thought they were poorly prepared. I thought Latrell, and the turnovers show you that. I thought Latrell put Arnold in a really difficult situation early in the game, had him throwing the ball way too much. I think a couple of callers alluded to it. You might have, Chris, earlier, like, 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 hey, man, you're up 24-13. Run the football. You know, inside the 20-yard line there, I think Sachok he had an 18-yard touchdown run. First, first touchdown of the game for OU. I did. I was not impressed with Latrell's inability to be to read the room. Uh, once I thought uh, Arnold righted the ship. I thought he was playing good football. And really, hey, that that play that changed the game. You know, when OU had taken a, really a master grip on the game, they were up twenty four thirteen, and then or and then that kid returns the pick six there, or the fumble, or wherever you're calling it, the fumble in the air, the pick six for ninety yards. you still you still winning. I think. People forget that. We're winning the game, man. We're up 24-21. Yeah. I, I think, to me, those
1: things happen in the course of
7: a the game. There's so many momentum, especially with fairly evenly matched teams, you're going to have that.
1: No doubt. Roger, hey, thanks for the call, man. We got to run, dude.
0: We're up against him, man. Sorry, buddy. I know, he, I, I know he had more to add, but that's, you know, we got – we have the constraints of the broadcast clock. It's a Plank Show. We're live from Riverwind Casino on a Friday. More calls, text, next, right here on The Ref.